0: You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number two, the best emotion for your marriage. Welcome to Marriage Mindset, where I show you how to get your brain on board in order to create more connection and joy in your marriage today. I'm Heather Flake, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and Certified Life Coach. I'm here to show you that regardless of your spouse's choices, if you want to experience joy and peace and connection in your marriage, that is up to you and is yours for the taking. And I'm gonna show you how. Let's go. Hello, my beautiful friends. How's everybody doing? I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you had a lovely Sabbath. And thanks for tuning in. I'm so happy to be here with you, whether you're washing dishes or dropping the kids off at school or cleaning your bathroom or whatever it is that you're doing. So happy to be a part of it. All right, you guys, today I am going to tell you what I think the most powerful emotion is to introduce into your marriage. Are you ready? All right, it's curiosity. I think curiosity is one of the best emotions to bring into your marriage. Excuse me. And I will tell you why, but first I'm going to tell you a little story. So Valentine's Day this year, um, it was the end of Valentine's Day and we were getting ready to go to bed and Devin handed me this little red envelope and there's this cute card in it. And then in the envelope, I found this ring. And it was like this copper ring with a heart. And it was super cute. And I was like, oh my gosh, Devin, this ring is so cute. I love it. Where did you get it? And he says to me, I made it. And I'm just like, immediately I fire back. I'm like, no, you didn't. Where did you get this ring? And he's like, Heather, no, I really did make this ring. And I'm just being kind of rude. I'm like, oh, really? So you're a jewelry maker now? Like I'm just being out of control. And he's like, oh my gosh, Heather, I made this ring. And I was like, I'm sorry, I am shook. Like, I have so many questions right now. I'm like, so you're a student by day and a jewelry maker by night? Like, explain to me how this happened. So he says, well, um, so a so little context. The year before, I love rings, okay? And so I had been on this hunt for this white ring. And we were downtown Nashville walking around. And there was, like, all these different vendor booths set up. And there was this amazing, like, handmade copper ring with this white stone and I loved it so much and at Christmas the ring broke and I was just like so sad. Anyways, so Devin says to me, he's like, I know that you know you've been wanting another ring and so I just decided to make you one. And this is my brain. These are me these are my thoughts. I'm like what? I'm like, why didn't you just like get on a website and order a ring? Like that would have been way easier. Like it just really surprised me that his brain was like, oh yeah, I'll just make a ring. And so he says, I went to Michael's I bought a jewelry making kit and then I watched YouTube videos and I made three different rings and this one is the best of the worst. And I was like, what? Like I was just so shook, you guys. And so I tell you this story to illustrate how important curiosity is because so often in marriage, we just assume that we know all the things. It's really easy and I think too, like the longer you're married, The more you think you know everything there is to know about your spouse. So I just assumed that Devin would never make jewelry. I assumed that he didn't know how. I assumed that that would never be something he would actually like want to do or something that he just would do for me. Like that is ludicrous, right? And I was wrong about all of that. So how can you introduce curiosity and why? So If you know me, you know that I teach and I believe so firmly that your feelings are created by your thoughts. So thoughts are sentences in your brain on any like given day, you can have an average of 60,000 thoughts, right? Like you have so many thoughts floating through your brain every day, but it's those thoughts that create your emotions. So there's a sentence in your brain and then you experience a feeling as a vibration in your body, but it's your experience, that vibration by you know, is triggered by a thought, a sentence in your brain. So if I want to feel curious, I'm going to have to think thoughts that create curiosity for me. That's how I access curiosity, okay? And I'll talk more about how we can do that in a second. But why, why should you be curious? Because listen, if you introduce curiosity, all of a sudden you have created all of these amazing opportunities to get closer to your spouse. You're creating chances to learn more about them, to understand more about them. All of a sudden you have a desire to learn and know more about them than maybe you did in the past because the opposite of curiosity is just assuming that you know all the things. And we're like, I, I think sometimes too, as a spouse, we're like, listen, I live with you. I see all the things you do. I know how you think. I could finish your sentences and your sandwiches like we just think we know all the things but the truth is as human beings you're so complex there's no way you can know all of the things about a person right like even if you spent 200 years with them there's still going to be things that you just can't know and i think that can be i think that that we should just believe what i'm trying to say is i think that's super exciting okay (laughs) because that means there's always opportunities for your relationship to be growing and to be evolving. And I think that's super, super cool. All right. So I would highly encourage you to get curious. I'm going to share with you some thoughts that I think that help me to access curiosity. So are you ready? Some of these are questions, but you can think of them. But when I ask myself these questions, it helps me to foster curiosity. Ready? All right. Now let me tell you one more thing before we get started. Thoughts are like clothes. You know, when you go into a store and you see really cute clothes and you're like, oh my gosh, I want those. And then you try it on and it's like, oh, that just doesn't really work. And you don't end up buying it. That's how thoughts are. So sometimes you might hear a thought. You might hear some of these thoughts that I say and think they're so great. But then when you go to think it, maybe you just don't believe it or you don't really resonate with it. So try them on. You have to try thoughts on. If they don't work for you, it's totally fine. Just try some, try a different thought on, right? And a thought in order for it to actually create the emotion you're looking for, which in this scenario is curiosity, you do need to believe it. So it's totally fine if it's a little bit of a stretch for you, but if you don't believe the thought, it's not going to create the emotion. So you test thoughts by thinking them and then asking yourself, okay, when I think this, how does it make me feel like what's the emotion tied to this? And if it's not creating the emotion that you want, then then that thought is not a good thought for you. All right. Here are some examples of thoughts you could think in order to create curiosity. Number one, I wonder why he does it that way. And listen to me, you guys. I don't know about you, but my thoughts have tones. (laughs) So it's not, oh my gosh, I wonder why he does it that way. It's like, hmm, I wonder why he does it that way. Interesting. Okay. Thought number two. That is absolutely fascinating, hmm. fascinating. Like, let's just be fascinated by our partner instead of angry or annoyed or bothered. I'm telling you, if you could just be fascinated by their behavior, amazing things will happen for you. Okay. Number three, Hmm. I want to know more about that. I want to know more. That helps me be curious. Number four, I love this one. Tell me everything. Sometimes my husband will come home and tell me about an article he read at school or something happening in pop culture, and my initial response is just like, oh, I really don't care. And obviously, when I think that, I turn, I like tune out. I I go dark. Let's say like I'm distracted, then I'm not really listening, and I'm not super connected. And even though I'm standing there, my spouse can tell right? And like, that's just disheartening. So instead, I try to adopt this of like, put down my things and tell me everything. I want to know all the things, tell me everything. Especially if it's something you're not necessarily or naturally interested in. Like, if I adopt this, this idea and this thought of like, oh my gosh, tell me everything. It's actually way more enjoyable because then I'm actually listening and I can become fascinated, I can ask questions, and then it's a way more engaging and fun conversation for everyone. Here's a thought you could try on. My spouse is full of mystery and wonder. Does that help you create curiosity? I don't know, try it out. Okay, Uh, the next one, what don't I know about you, right? (laughs) Instead of thinking, I know everything there is to know, let's ask ourselves, what am I missing? What don't I know about you? What am I missing? Okay, another thought you could try on is, I've never thought of it that way. Tell me more, right? A lot of the times we think that the way we think of things is the only way to think of things or the way that we do things is the right way and the only way. We're wrong about that. So let's just think, hmm, I've never done it that way or I've never thought about it like that. Tell me more. Another thought you can think is, explain this to me. I'm so interested in how you see this especially when there's conflict, right? Like maybe it's a parenting issue or, um, who knows whatever it is. I love bringing that to the table. Like, okay, dude, I need you to explain this to me. Like I clearly am seeing this a totally different way, but I want to see this through your lens. So I'm really interested. Tell me how you see this, like break it down for me. And I think that's such an amazing, thing to bring into your marriage because it shows your spouse it just it just bleeds like and screams hey I care I'm trying I'm putting in effort and effort is sexy you guys when you put in effort it is always attractive even if maybe your spouse doesn't see it like I am I am a big fan of team effort like put in effort okay Um, another thought you can think is I want to know and see what you know and see Right. Like I tend to think that everyone sees and thinks what I see and think. And uh, hello. No, (laughs) like we all tend to see and see and know what. Yeah, we we tend to see and know things differently. So it's a very easy way to just be like, all right, listen, I want to know and see what you know and see. One of the last one is I wonder what it's like to be him. That thought always helps me to actually access compassion when I think that, like, hmm, I wonder what it's like to be him. I wonder what it's like to be in his shoes. So that can give you some curiosity and some compassion, which is always a good idea. And lastly, I love believing that there is still so much that I don't know about you because that makes me excited. That makes me eager to learn those things. It makes me curious. It makes me excited for the future, all right? So those are some thoughts you can try on. So step one, In order to feel curiosity, you're going to have to think thoughts that allow you to feel curiosity. So the first step would be like brainstorming. Okay, what can I think? And just testing them, trying them on. When I think this, does it make me feel curious? Fantastic. Also, a precursor, like a step before that, is that if you really do think that you know all the things and you don't really want to get curious, you can always do a thought download just to try to get all the thoughts out to help you see where you're coming from. All right, but step number two is in order to bring curiosity into your marriage, you're going to need to stop telling yourself that you know everything about your spouse because that's just simply not true. So when your brain is like, yeah, yeah, I know this, I know I know how this is gonna go down, just kindly redirect your brain and be like, hmm, you know what, but we could be wrong. We could be wrong about this. I think that's another beautiful thought to adopt is like, hmm, maybe I'm wrong about this. Okay. Step number three: Stop assuming that you know who your spouse is and how they do things. Like, what are you missing out on when you just assume? I think you miss out on on knowing like your the whole your whole spouse, right? Like, I think sometimes we just see parts of our spouse, or we kind of can be shallow, and like your spouse is a whole complex individual. And so, what are you missing out on when you just assume? And what, what is it that you're missing? I also think it's helpful to turn this on its head and ask yourself, how does it feel when, when your spouse assumes they know everything about you, right? Like when my spouse assumes that I'm just grumpy because I'm on my period, or he just assumes that I'm grumpy because I'm taking care of the kids and I'm tired, that, that bugs me because I'm like, no, there's this whole other thing that you don't even know about, but now I don't even want to share or tell you about it because you're just making assumptions about me. Does that make sense? So be on the other side of that. It doesn't feel good to have people just assume things without actually showing the effort to be like, hey, I noticed this is happening. Like what's going on for you? I want to hear all the things. Tell me everything. So that that goes right into step four is just to be genuinely interested in who your spouse is and what they're about. Okay. Like, again, this is going to come to you by what you consciously choose to think about them. So don't label your spouse. Don't put them in a corner don't say you are, you are this way. That's never helpful. Let's be open-minded. Let's be literally interested in who they are and what they're about. And I think that's, that's the thing. Think about yourself. You're always changing. Your interests change. Your taste buds change. Your hair changes. The way your body looks changes. Like we are always changing. And so let's be interested in that. And let's, let's figure out like, what are you about now? What's your favorite show now? Or what book are you reading now? What do you think about this now compared to what it used to be? Like Can you just be all in for learning all the things? And step five is just embrace the humanness of you and your spouse. Okay. Like, just like I was saying, we're always evolving and changing. We're learning, we're growing. We want different things at different times. And this is a, a, this is a beautiful thing. Um, We come with so much history and stories and experiences and fears, and that's all behind us. But we also have so much in front of us. So what if you were just all in? Can you just be curious about who your spouse is? Bringing curiosity into your marriage allows for so much more connection and fun. Like when you're curious and you learn more things about your spouse, I think as a spouse being on the receiving end of that, it's like, oh, wow. Like they want to be more open and give more. But there's also a natural inclination to like give that back to you as well. So it can be double-sided. And like, let's just be all in. There's, you don't know everything there is to know, I promise you. So this week, I want to encourage you to take on this mindset of curiosity. What thoughts can you think that will allow you to be curious? And when you do, I think you'll see some really cool changes in your marriage. And I'd love to hear about them. So head over to heatherflakecoaching.com or go to Instagram, find me on there and let me know. I would love to hear all about it. All right, my beautiful friends, that's all I have for you today. Go get curious and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so glad that you are here. I would love it if you would leave me a review so other people can find this podcast and get the help that they're looking for in their marriage. Also, I'd like to remind you about my course coming up, Marriage Mindset on June 20th. It's a live virtual five-day event over Zoom. It's $20 to register and it's going to be amazing. You can come and learn and get actual practical help right on the call. You can ask questions, you can experience coaching. Even if you just watch and participate, I promise you will learn things that are going to help you in your marriage. So head on over to lifecoachuniversity.com slash courses to register. And I hope to see you the end of June. Take care.